0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bricks and Mortar with Sarah Jackman. This week, I'm talking to Catherine Beisler, Head of ESG Consulting at Hollis and member of its Junior Board, which was established earlier this year to help nurture young talent and create a more collaborative, open and diverse approach to the firm's decision making. Catherine, many thanks for joining me today and and giving up a little bit of your time to talk to me about the new initiative. Great to have you join me. Perhaps you could start just by telling me a little bit about your career to date and and just your route into real estate and and into Hollis.
1: Sure. Well, first, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I really appreciate the invitation, the opportunity to highlight the work that the junior board has done. So thank you again for that. Yeah, I guess a bit about kind of my background and how did I get into um, real estate Well, my father was a civil engineer, so I was kind of always around um, the built environment. And I had a strong interest from a young age in design and architecture, so I always knew that I wanted to uh, really go into architecture and go down that route. Um, And also pretty early on, I developed an interest for sustainability. So the plan was really to go into sustainable architecture and do anything I could to improve the built environment um, and make a more sustainable built environment. So that is exactly what I did. I went to university and got my bachelor's degree in architecture, focusing on sustainable design. And that was great. really enjoyed uh, designing and working in the creative industry and working with the design process. Um, But I also, after a few years, realized that the architects and the designers weren't often the ones that got to make the decisions about sustainability. And that often uh, happened earlier on in the process and kind of higher up in the decision making chain. Which really sparked my interest in kind of moving more into into real estate working more with uh, developers and investors and making the decisions and really driving the the sustainability initiatives uh, of projects in the built environment
0: so you've sort of transitioned a little bit from through through the built environment and, and into the position that you're in now in terms of how you've worked your way up and through your career i mean what
1: have what have been the key things for you to date Sure, yeah, well, I always really focused on sustainability. That was kind of just a niche interest of mine. And in the past, obviously in the last few years, that's really become important to the industry as a whole. So where I mentioned, I I started in architecture. I also transitioned into uh, real estate consultancy, focusing on uh, advising investors, kind of really at the high level. And what I missed from that was the tangible aspects of architecture. So really designing and uh, implementing the recommendations. Um, And so when I joined Hollis, I kind of settled in the middle, so advising, um, but also implementing projects, and that's kind of the best place to sit where we're advising uh, clients and investors at the the high level and the strategy level, but we're also making implementations with our project management teams, our uh, M&E teams, our technical due diligence teams, really with works on the ground as well. So it's a great position to kind of sit in the middle um, of not only the the high level investment decisions and the uh, works on the ground. Um, but really have an overview of everything that's that's going on.
0: So another area that, that you're progressing in, in tandem with that is obviously your work on the Junior Board. Um, tell me a little bit about
1: that new initiative and, and really how it came to be. Sure. So the, the Junior Board was an initiative um, launched by one of the equity partners here at Hollis with the goal of uh, nurturing talent, but also increasing the diversity um, of thought and increasing engagement with other stakeholders or other employees in the company besides um, the management board that was in place already. So the goal was to really act as a forum for key issues that have been brought up in the management board um, and to get kind of a broader thoughts and interests on that. So the idea was to create um, a diverse group of of employees and bring a diverse group of people together from all levels of the business. So not just, of course, the management board, but also uh, kind of at every level. Um, and also important covering every aspect. So not only uh, fee earners and people that are dealing with clients on a day to day basis, but also the internal side of, of the business, the operations and other team members as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the goal of getting really an opinion and, I, and ideas from everyone. So it's uh, get a broad, broad uh, range of feedback and input to help feed into any of the decisions or discussions uh, held at the management board level.
0: Okay. And how, how many of you come together to, to collaborate on this?
1: That is a good question. I think we have 12 members okay. of the team that's made up of seven fee earners and uh, five non-fee earners. And also across a wide variety of uh, offices and regions. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, Hollis has uh, 24 offices across the UK and Europe. So the goal was to have also um, a wide variety of regions represented in that group.
0: So tell me a little bit about actually sitting on the board and and what you've been able to discuss and and come up with and and feed through to senior management since it's been in operation.
1: I think uh, one of the the best parts about sitting on the board is really getting to meet people from other areas of the business. Mm -hmm. So, of course, in in my day to day work, I have a team that I work with. I have an office group that I see. I have um, people that I, I talk to quite frequently. Um, But working with the junior board, I've been able to work with people outside of my own team and outside of my own office, which also helps to get a better perspective of just everything that's going on in the business. Um, So I come across here and I understand uh, challenges or or benefits that other teams are seeing or other offices are seeing. And that's a great way to share ideas. Maybe uh, someone has seen something happen um, in a much better way than I've seen it happen before. and We're able to share that knowledge. Um, or the opposite, that they've got a challenge that we're able to, to support with because we've seen it ourselves and um, we can provide a, a suggestion there.
0: Okay. And on a personal level, I mean, what appealed to you about joining the board?
1: I think for me that was uh, that was the most important part, was really being able to meet and um, interact with more people in the business, um, especially being in one of the, the regional offices. I'm based in our Amsterdam office. We don't see as many people as we would, let's say, if we're in the London City office or one of the headquarters. Um, so it's been great to really interact with with more people than I would on a daily basis. Um, and it connects you also to broader areas of the business. So maybe something I, I haven't heard before, or I wasn't in contact with the IT team about something before. Now I can understand kind of how they would solve a problem or what their involvement is on a, on a decision or or a challenge that I might not have heard or understood before.
0: And just in terms then of how it's helped to develop your own skill set, I mean, you talk about um, the contacts and the understanding that it brings. But how how has it helped to develop your skill set over the last few months in terms of being in contact with various different parts of the business?
1: Yeah, I still think that that is uh, definitely the biggest the biggest benefit is, you know, of course, um, being able to pick up the phone and call someone on the IT team and just having that personal personal connection or being able to call someone on the BD team um, and really understanding exactly or knowing exactly who's on the other end of the phone, knowing how they work as a team and the quickest way to, to reach them and the best way to kind of work together um, has been really helpful. But then also from a personal level, being able to uh, just kind of understand what kind of challenges the business faces as a whole or what kind of kind of questions and decisions come to the management board as as a whole and then allowing us to be able to speak about them brainstorm about them and understand how can we uh maybe hopefully have a positive influence and make them uh yeah improve make improvements for the business i think that's something that of course is a rare opportunity and I, i wouldn't have gotten that opportunity if i wasn't sitting on the junior board and um it's been really great to just kind of yeah, experience that together and be able to give our input whenever we can and uh, feedback to the management board with any advice or recommendations that we have. And mm-hmm. then hopefully we're providing a different perspective than they may have came up with on the management board as a whole. And that's the idea of, of the whole thing in general, right, is that uh, we're providing a broader scope of a perspective and recommendations. So I think one of the things that was recently brought to our our attention or brought to us for discussion was the working from home policy or the hybrid working policy. And um, that, of course, you know, everyone has a different opinion on some people want to come back to work full time. Some people don't want to come back to work at all. Um, but one of the questions that was brought to us is kind of was what do we see as a, the good hybrid working policy? What should be considered? And I think one of the things that, that we came up with that was really important was um, Hollis is really known for our events and really known for our events that we put on, not only for clients, but also internally. And that's something that, of course, for young people is could be really important, the social aspect of work. And that's something that's been really hard to to keep and to, uh, yeah, to carry out over the last uh, 18 months or so. So that's something that came out of our discussion as well, was the importance of really continuing that on and not just saying no to events or not saying no to, to getting back together and getting back into the office, um, but really understanding what can we do in the current uh, you know, safe parameters. Do you think then um,
0: often there is a lack of forum and, and opportunity to be able to perhaps express um, opinion or, or make a voice heard perhaps within organizations um, that are perhaps lacking structures like this or, or forums of this kind?
1: Yeah, I think that that's, well, that's the exact purpose of this uh, forum is to really give a, a voice to more people and to make sure that they capture more opinions. So the idea is also that everyone on the junior board represents a, a group of people. So uh, myself being in the European office, I represent the European Union, uh, teams. And I always reach out to um, the other European offices before a meeting uh, to share the agenda and see if there's any feedback on it. And the rest of the junior board members do that as well to see if there's any feedback that they can bring into, into the board meeting. Um, and then that way you're really representing a specific group of people and gathering their voice and their opinions for this forum. And it gives everyone, yeah, like you said, an opportunity to share, uh, share their ideas and share their recommendations for things. Um, we do have a couple other ways to do this at Hollis. So this is not necessarily the only way or an exclusive way to, to get your opinion heard. We also, in general, just have a really flat hierarchical structure. Anyone can reach out and speak to anyone at any time. But it just gives kind of a moment for these sorts of things to happen when maybe everyone's busy in their day-to-day lives or busy with their work lives. Normally, we really take you know, a chunk of time out of uh, yeah, every month or so to kind of speak about these things and give feedback on them.
0: So going forward, where where do you hope to take the board? Uh, I mean, is it a fixed position and and something that you'll hand over to others in a few years time or
1: how how do you see it going forward? So we've all been appointed or we've all joined the board for a period of 12 to 18 months with the idea of bringing new people in um, in the future. So in the future, there should be a a new European board member uh, representative to come on as well. Um, And that's great because it gives, you know, obviously a new perspective, gives someone else a chance to meet people across the company um, and also gives them uh, the opportunity to reach out to everyone uh, on the European teams as well. Um, So it's great to also, the plan was to switch people, switch the positions out, um, not fully at one time, so not that the whole board switches at at one year, but kind of phased throughout the 12 to 18 month period. Um, and that way also the knowledge can be shared between kind of the older board members and the newer board members um, and they can understand, well, what was discussed already and what's, there, what's still to come on the horizon. Mm. OK.
0: And just in terms of issues that, that you're hoping to sort of bring to the table over the coming months, I mean, are there any particular sort of issues within the industry that, that you think, uh, you know, really in need of tackling and, and worth discussion over the coming months?
1: Yeah, well, I think the, obviously the hybrid working policy was really important and really pertinent to uh, to the industry right now, but to everyone who's going back to an office. Um, and I think you see a different uh, range of plans throughout the, throughout the board. So you see uh, or across the industry. So you see some offices asking people to come back full time. You see some offices saying no, we're going to go into um, you know full time working from home. And then you see of course something in between as well. And that's a perfect example of something that can be uh, discussed or shared with with a junior board like this. And that's something that really, of course, would affect people at, in different locations and at different stages of life in, in a different way. So that's a really good example, I think, of something to present to the board and to uh, to get their feedback on.
0: Catherine, many thanks for giving us a flavour of the board. It, it sounds really interesting. And it's it's great, obviously, to see another sort of tool um, that's being utilised to, to help create diversity of, of voice and, and to connect people from across the business. So thank you for giving us a bit of detail on that. It's, it's been really nice chatting to you. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you for inviting me. Pleasure. That was Bricks and Mortar with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at popbean.com
1: and the EGI archive at egi.co.uk.